Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sleep Suplex Retweet. Hello and welcome to this, the latest edition of Saturday Draft Live here on Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm your host this week, Stephen Wilson, and we are just one week into season 20 and already some of our team are declaring victory we'll talk about that later on but to help me go through the scoring in this opening week of season 20 of the draft we have a full team here from Saturday Draft Live I'm joined by the three of my co-hosts uh, David Hockney, Jack Graham and Ryan Douglas all here this morning guys how are we? Absolutely well. smashing Superb Doing very well thank you how are you? Yes, very good, thanks, very good. Uh, we will now we'll go through all the usual stuff here as we talk. And we're also going to do a bit on the Listeners League as obviously we couldn't talk there as much last week as they hadn't got the teams in as the Listeners League frustrate me constantly every season by putting their picks in on the last minute. But hey-ho, <laughs> enough about that just now. Uh, top three of the week here, the usual uh, top three as we do always on this on this show. Uh, I'm going to get it out of the way first of all. Uh, joint second uh, is Randy Orton, the last pick of uh, of uh, Gary and Ross McLeod's team. But also joint third is the Kabuki Warriors of David Hockney and Matt Smith's team. Uh, we're going to let Dave just pretend to gloat here about the Kabuki <laughs> Warriors. Uh, Dave, uh, successful title defence for them on Monday night, which helped. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kabuki Warriors are a stupid red one pick. He's going to get pretty bomb. Shut up, bitch. Like, look at that. Top three of the week already. Patel defense, left, right, and center, appearing both Raw and SmackDown. Get it right up, you just said Kabuki Warriors was a bad first round pick. So take that along with top five newcomers with our truth, who's also on our team, by the way. Top five newcomers for this week, both on six points, both going in with an iron fist at the minute and just running rampant. So yeah, take that. It's week one. <laughs> uh, wow, okay. Uh, I think uh, t- David uh, has been holding that on for a while there. I have been holding it for a while and I feel so much better after it. <laughs> I mean, I'll get my two cents in there. Dave, no one's saying Kabuki Warriors are a bad pick. I just, uh, just would have picked them. Just would have picked them round one. <laughs> we just would but, not have picked them round one when there was so much left on the table. I think the question you've got to ask Dave is. I got 16 points this week, right? As I want to talk about it a bit. And Kabuki Warriors got six. Are you still happy you took Kabuki Warriors? Absolutely. Probably, probably would have gotten round two. 
Um, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't prepared to take that that gamble. Unfortunately, you know that's you know me being safe, pair of hands and stuff, you know. But at the same time, it's also a calculated risk, which I think a lot of people on this uh, on this pod have been encouraging me to do. But I also have the uh, very capable hands of Matt Smith, who's been giving me very reassuring guidance along along the way with our picks. Davis clearly. Davis clearly the Tony Khan of SDL. He monitors all the interactions mm-hmm. that goes on. And then I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> ways to get them out in the open. Uh, Ryan, uh, the other one I mentioned there, Randy Orton, uh, successfully beating Sami Zayn last night on SmackDown. Uh, a few appearances throughout the show. He's benefiting from this new production segment where we see people arriving at the arena a lot more now. Uh, as, round five, as round six picks go... Uh, it's an absolute steal, I think, to get Randy Orton that late in the draft. Absolutely. Uh, even last season, his return to the draft uh, was drafted by uh, our close here, David Hockney, who ranked eighth in the season with 47 points. Before then, hadn't been drafted since season nine. Uh, but it's very, it's very good to see Randy back, and he could be a dark horse going into uh, the chamber and maybe face Seth at Mania. Uh, maybe not my pick for me, but definitely in the shout there. And there's Lots of points, and you'll see him. You might see him in the top ten going to end the season as well. So, uh, yeah, promising things. Good start. Yeah, absolutely. A big benefit to that team of Ross and Gary. But uh, Jack, our top scorer of the week this week on eight points, he was pretty much everywhere in this past uh, week. Uh, Drew McIntyre uh, with eight points for Scott and Grant. Pretty much the only person who did anything for Scott and Grant this particular week. But, uh, <laughs> juggernaut, juggernaut, juggernaut. Uh, we do love a juggernaut here on this particular show, but uh, I think going into this particular season, I think an absolute steal to get him the, la- get him the last of round one as well. We're talking steals again. Yeah, I think the... I think the huge benefit for, for Scott and Grant last night was that they started doing the Elimination Chamber qualifying matches on SmackDown. Kind of, what, what, what last night seemed as if like, they kind of brought the brand split back with the two managers and last night it just seemed it was like kind of all, all, all reins are like kind of off the table. Anyone can go, <laughs> go anywhere. We saw the kind of qualifying matches. So Drew getting that one last night over AJ Styles, the Kansi on him as well. A, a, a great pick, a great, great pick. And I think... Drew is definitely going to be a beneficiary of the We Want Cody uh, campaign. So like this, it, it can only spell good things for Scott and Grant going forward. Yeah, it was an interesting one. I think uh, we've, we've talked about it in the pod chat during the week. Uh, a lot of the favourites, I think, for a lot of people's mind to be facing Seth was either Drew or Sami Zayn. And with Sami Zayn losing his qualifying match uh, last night, that kind of puts the ball in Drew's court and let's be pretty honest with you, Drew has been excellent on TV so I think to get him there was uh, an interesting shout. Uh, Dave, you probably you, you and Matt could have had him. You could have let him I know. fall off the table. You could have let him fall off. You could have probably you, you, Kabuki Warriors might have still been there but yeah, I know, I know but again, hindsight's a wonderful thing. You know, I never would have under. I never would have anticipated that his character work would, would be received so well by the audience. So, yeah, definitely a, a really good pick for two, uh, just two men and a dice there. So it was, uh, I appreciate, you know, again, you know, calculated risk, you know, would the frustrations of Drew continue? Would he, 
we didn't know about Punk's injury, obviously, until after the fact. So, yeah, definitely victim of circumstance and hindsight is a wonderful thing here. Stay tuned to SDL in March where David will be throwing Matt under the bus uh, onto the t- <laughs> onto the main table now and bottom of the table with six points. Currently we have the draft bastards, Tom Brock and Robert Shaw on six points. Uh, and then joint uh, fifth on 11 points, we have myself and Stacey Smith, the Strathclyde Barton Bellas alongside Ryan and Gary Kernahan with V squared. That's definitely two teams. I think Ryan will agree with me. We will be making surgeries in the coming weeks. Still early doors, still early doors. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yep. Uh, another team who will definitely be saying this just early doors. We have the Billy Goats with Goat and Jack Graham uh, on that one. Uh, definitely will be seeing uh, Sami Zayn as a slow burner. I think that's going to be a term we'll be seeing. Throughout. I think I think there's also, we just saw a, a huge, huge. Applause by the by his own team there with with Dave and the Kibuki Warriors for the round one pick getting six points. Wait, let's quickly just look at the round six pick. They got five points. Sting and Darby Allen they got absolutely slayed. I don't know what's more impressive. I mean, I'll let everyone else tell tell you that. But you know, I'll just I'll just stick that out there before everyone just starts pulling themselves up. I mean, I think. Uh, there shouldn't have been a slated pick. I think you should be questioning why would no one have took that punt beforehand, given that we knew they were having that tag title match and we knew it was obvious they were going to win it. So but... Some folk just don't think like that, Stephen. You know, and I'm, I'm not going to mention names, Ryan and Dave, but some folk just don't think that. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, they may have only had one pick doing some scores, but they are in third place. Scott and Grant with just two guys and some dice on 17 points. Second place, 20 and a half points. We do have David Hockney and Matt Smith with the West End booty. Who's uh, the team of people who are looking for his bottom? Well, oh, week was, one. As I mentioned, it was, it was week one. And uh, yourself and Matt were nearly enough to clear a victory on uh, Tuesday night. But hey-ho, uh, we digress. Top of the table, though, 27 points, a nice six and a half point lead early on. We have the linchpins of Ross McLeod. And Gary Morris, we mentioned Randy Orton doing well on SmackDown last night. They also had the Young Bucks winning on Dynamite. No, no, Dynamite, sorry, Rampage. Uh, and, of course, Becky Lynch qualifying for the Elimination Chamber. And given what happened at the WrestleMania press conference, she looks to be the favourite now for that particular match. So that'll be an interesting one to watch in that one, how she does in the Chamber. Remember, with the Elimination Chamber, you do get points for the eliminations in the Chamber, even if you don't win which could favour some who are in that match and not uh, pointing elbows, but Bianca Belair could be a shout for that one, not to blow smoke up the goat's arse. <laughs> as I really cannot be asked with a notification at 11 o'clock saying, you said this, blah, 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 blah. Hey-ho, I digress. Uh, given what you mentioned to me before the show, I think Dave has volunteered to take on the Listeners League uh, portion <laughs> of, of the table. Uh, so I will throw it to Dave. Lucky me. <laughs> yeah, so our our top five of the week for the first week of the Listeners League, we have a joint fourth. We have Bertie Wanless and Mike Nunn. Uh, so Bertie Lamont is £60 million down the drain and Mike Nunn of the sports entertainers, two returning teams from last season. A pretty solid start for them uh, in this first week. Third place, Andy Springer. Please don't swear when you drive. It's very dangerous on 22 points. Uh, just half a point ahead of him in second place, we have Jonathan Napier, former winner th- with the Kaduki Warriors, 22 and a half points. But someone who's not 
this Salah been in the top five for some time, but he's already come out swinging. It's Colin Blackburn with Colin's elite squad in 28, driven by the juggernaut that is his team captain, Drew McIntyre, along with his uh, additional picks of Randy Orton, Liv Morgan, Sami Zayn, Nia Jax, and the yet to score the acclaimed. So pretty solid all round. But as we do with the Listeners League, we have to point out some belters of team names. And once again, this season has not let us down. Uh, we have Alan Laurie sitting at the bottom table with Ding Dong, yeah, who's uh, that caught my attention. And we have Michael Clotty, Black Adam was a disaster. What else do we have? Oh, yeah, John Sly with Rocky XL, Anthony Fitzpatrick, Dwayne Stole My Match, and my personal favorite for this season, Ross Brady with It's Always Rocky in Philadelphia. So, man, uh, it was, they, they, I, I mentioned they do enjoy the team name portion of it. One uh, listeners league member that said to me, the team, picking the team is easy. It's picking the name. It takes most time, <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting. Do you guys uh, think it's quite baffling that uh, Colin is the only person in the listeners league who picked uh, Drew McIntyre this season? That's mental. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, um, uh, we obviously, I mentioned in the start of the show, we didn't talk as much about the listeners league last week because they only picked their team on the, the deadline day. <laughs> which happened to be two days after the show <laughs> on Saturday. But uh, we always like to look at the most selected players on the team as it kind of gives an indication of um, who's really got their finger on the pulse. Uh, and us on the, uh, the main draft that do like to have a, a bit of a chuckle sometimes at why have they so many picked that particular pick. Uh, I'm going to blow some more smoke up at Jack and Goat's arse here uh, by saying that nine people picked Stig and Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah, most the most picked tag team, the most picked round six uh, pick, Stigger Darby Allen. I mean, is that nine other folk that are stupid? I, I, I wouldn't say that, but you know, we'll, 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 we'll let, that, let that line to how that comes into the season. But I think a, a great selection by nine folk there. Can't, can't argue with that. I think one, I think the, 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 after last night, I think the top most picked LA night with 14 is quite interesting because a lot of folk months ago when I said that he's prime contender to win that US title at WrestleMania. I don't think that's happening. I think we're going to be getting Knight and Styles at WrestleMania and I think this Kevin Owens feud is going to drag on to WrestleMania. I think it's quite quite interesting. I think this could be a bit of a I don't know. A bit of a a swerve, shall we say? I think it's uh, it's like a it's like a bit of a hump in the road, isn't it? No one would have thought it. I, I I don't understand why, but like should LA Knight be the, the most picked? I mean, considering round four, uh, you look at the other folk that kind of came round four, like Finn Balor, Julia Hart, Naomi, Dominic, Mysterio, Perrazzo, the acclaimed. Would you have picked Balor over LA Knight, who's going to have title defences? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's a, it's a 20, 28 listeners league competitors this season, so that's uh, half of them picking LA Knight. I mentioned... Uh, today before we came on the air I think the pot is not brilliant for a lot of things there's not a lot of standout really people you would go for I mean you look at Bala potentially but the other ones Julia Hart uh, you could sway either way on it but then you've got Naomi you've got Dominic Mysterio Diana Perazzo and you've got the acclaimed so there's not a, the biggest appeal on that particular one but you look at the, the other most picked ones uh, to kind of contradict that Finn Bala one Damien Priest picked 11 times, Ryan. So that kind of thinks, that kind of throws like, oh, if so many people are picking Priest, why are so many people not picking Balor? Surely they kind of come hand in hand. It's got to be that money in the bank aspect that they kind of went with that one. Yeah, uh, I think that's the, the swing thing. I think 
has been rumoured for a long time that he's cashing in, but he doesn't seem to be doing it. So I don't, I don't really know where my thoughts lie with Damien Priest, to be honest. Let me down a bit last season. Uh, I think, as you said, with the, the weaker pot round four, you would think Finn's a bit more an attractable choice. But no, um, Senor de Money in the Bank still uh, a highly picked superstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always like to tell the guys who would technically be the most picked listeners league team when you kind of look at the pots and pretty much it worked out quite nicely because the top six were all the ones that would work out each way. You had LA Knight, Damien Priest, you of course have Rhea Ripley, who only picked 10 times this season. Usually she's picked a good amount in the last couple of years. We of course have Swerve Strickland, a lot of people fear that he could be the next AEW champion. Uh, Timeless Tony Storm and Sting and Darby Allen were the ones in there, so... That's a pretty strong-looking team. Uh, some of the ones pretty much weren't picked as, as many times. Oh, only five for Bailey is a, a quite a baffling one, I think, personally. Bailey's been feeling like an afterthought in this season, not just like with the press conference this past week, you know, because obviously like Bianca and Rhea were on the promotional poster, and yet it had to take an off-the-script promo from CM Punk to say, let's not overlook Bailey, etc. She's also a Royal Rumble winner, and she's got a title match at Mania. So, and I think this is reflected in the Listeners League selection as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Another, uh, Becky Lynch, just the one pick as well in there. So that's uh, another interesting one on that one. Interesting that more people picked uh, my left-field choice of Kashishika Okada than they did Drew McIntyre. <laughs> that is bonkers. <laughs> I'm not going to name names here, Ross McLuckley and Scotty. The same joke twice, well. Part of Thief. Part of Thief, yep. That's just the running Thief here. It wasn't Stephen Wilson either, that was good. Oh, gimmick infringement here. Listen, I I regret my gimmick infringement from last season, as it did absolutely (laughs) hee-haw for me in this particular one. But, uh, yeah... only three people didn't get picked in the draft this season. A bit of NXT hate from the Listeners League folk. Uh, Lyra Valkyria, Carmelo Hayes and Roxanne Perez all left off the choice. I'm surprised about Carmelo. I'm not going to lie. I thought Carmelo would have been oh. more of, a, of an attractive property. I'm trying to remember what round Carmelo was in, to be fair. Round Carmelo three. was round, round three, three in by me and Matt. But same same part as Trick. That's the problem. Uh, that's why. Did Benny, how well picked Trick wasn't exactly massively picked. Only five picked Trick. Valkyria wasn't picked at all. So I think the time is Jade Cargo picked. Uh, Jack, are we saying something there, I was gonna say that the, 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 the flip side of that is from what happened in Tuesday, no one would have thought that the that Carmel Hayes at the end of NXT and Tuesday night would be lifting up that NXT title. But it seems like he's gonna win it to then drop it to Trick before he goes to the main roster. No one would have assumed that. I think the assumption would have been they just had their match on their own. Whereas I think it looks like that Ilya could potentially drop the title to Carmel Hayes to then drop it to Trick or even have a just a title match in general. I don't think folk would have thought that. So I, I kinda I kinda do understand it. But in the, in the same time after after knowing what we know, it's it's baffling in the same way. Yeah, we had uh, Trick was only picked three times, Sammy was picked twice. Uh, Tony Storm was picked nine times. Uh, Cargo was picked eight, and the other one who was in the pot, Braun Breaker, was picked six, six times for Braun Breaker. So that's an interesting one. How people are perceiving how that's going to go. Braun Breaker's on pretty much free shows, so I think Braun mm-hmm. Breaker could be an absolute steal 
of a draft pick. I mentioned that on draft Thank night. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, don't suck up to Gary, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> Come He's on. my best buddy. He's my best buddy. Hope he enjoys his holiday, by the way. Uh, yeah, nice week, nice weekend in Paris for uh, the uh, the man, the management team on that one. For oh, I'm going away. I've got the room next to them, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting straight from Paris, Ryan Douglas. Uh, to round off the show, to kind of fall into this kind of listeners' league segment, we like to do our LL team to pick, where we try and if we were in the listeners' league team uh, guys' shoes, who we would go for. Uh, we have got. Uh, three teams in Jack still submit his team I'll let him send his team while I talk to the other guys about his uh, Dave uh, you've went for Drew Bianca Belair Trick Williams LA Knight the Bucks and Tiffany Stratton interesting mm-hmm. choices yes yeah, so reason I picked Drew is I think he's firmly on track uh, to be put in a main event spot possibly to win the chamber against Seth Rollins and then go to challenge Seth Rollins but it's the elimination chamber match itself that I've got my eye on because I reckon it, even if he just gets a couple of eliminations it will shoot him straight up the board so that was my thinking there and I think Cody Rhodes is likely going to be uh, basically wrapped in bubble wrap up until Mania so that that order restoring main event of Reigns versus Cody is in zero jeopardy whatsoever uh, Bianca and Tiffany Stratton, I think both could get decent performances in the chamber, so that's why I've picked them. Trick Williams, I think the story tells itself with his feud with Mello. The Bucks, I think, are probably going to take the titles from Sting and Darby after then Sting can retire in peace. And then LA Knight, again, you know, I, I assumed, you know, he was going to be in the program with uh, Logan Paul for the US title, but you never know, he could crop up here and there. And he's a, he's a crowd favourite as well, so even appearance points and match wins here and there could easily just tip the balance. So, yeah. That's my thinking about it. Yeah. Yep. Interesting one with there. Uh, Ryan, you've also went for Trick, the Bucks, and Tiffany Stratton, but you've went for Cody over Drew. Uh, Eel Sky over Bianca Belair is an interesting one. And Finn Balor uh, instead of LA Knight. I think it's a toss up in that pot, really, between Balor and Knight. But Eel Sky is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, as I said in the, the draft selection show, uh, obviously, this is our stats for your draft your own team live but EOS guy is involved in probably what one of the bigger uh stories going into mania and even though she won't be wrestling or defending the title very much i still think she's the strongest one for round two especially with the the male female restriction i thought it was the best choice to go for and um i think we're in for a fun one next few months i think EOS guy will be scoring higher than most of you think uh yes she's not in the chamber match that bianca is but we don't really know what else Bianca's doing. So there's not enough uh, clarity in her position going into Mania. So that's why I went for EO Sky. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Jack Graham has went for his uh, usual, I've got to credit him for this one, of uh, backing most of his own team on this, <laughs> on this, on this particular one. He's got himself here. He's got Drew McIntyre as his captain, then he's got Bianca Belair, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, Dakota Kai, Stig and Darby Allen. Jack, is that five of your own team? Five of my own team. I wanted just to shake up just a just a wee, wee teeny bit. I think I could I could I didn't want to put just my full team, but I think Drew McIntyre after him appearing SmackDown, I reckon he's gonna tear it up at the Elimination Chamber, then I reckon he'll probably win the world title at WrestleMania. I think there's a, a potential for a lot of points there. So I wanted to do a wee bit of shaking. But then looking at like you know, every other round pick compared to what I already had, I, I found it hard to justify not going for 
what I wanted to. So, like, I, Bianca Belair, I think she's going to have a great show in the chamber, regardless if she wins or loses. Who I think she'll either wrestle Jade Cargo at WrestleMania or be in the women's tag title match with Jade Cargo against the Kabuki Warriors, in which they'll win. I think Sami Zayn is probably the the could potentially, let's say for Braun Breaker, could potentially be the best round three pop pick. I think they've got the underdog story that we're going to be seeing again. Uh, I think Gunther needs an underdog to topple him at Mania, who better than Sami Zayn. As uh, you said, Yeet. Finn Balor. Either Finn Balor or uh, LA Knight in round four. So Balor is the obvious choice. Needed to take uh, a, a woman in, in round five because I was going to take my thing in Darby Allen's tag in round six. So Dakota Kai, I thought, was the best out of everyone on that round five pot there. Interesting, interesting there. It's, uh, I've, not, I've not thought of that good for Sami Zayn potential. That's an interesting one to look at uh, on that one. I've, there's a, probably a, there's a nice number of characters that could uh, face good in the coming weeks. So I'm interested to see how that goes. Uh, I've went for Cody Rhodes on my team. Uh, it's probably a toss up between Cody and Drew, or maybe even Bailey, but I went for Cody. Uh, Bianca Belair, I think, is the, the easy pick in round two. Uh, Tony Storm. LA Knight, the Young Bucks, and I went for Randy Orton in the last round. Uh, interesting if we had went into the Listeners League at this particular point. Uh, myself, Jack and Dave would be in the top four. Ryan would be in his lovely mid-table position. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. So, um, as I long just as noticed you know, as well, there's, there's a whole... In each round, we've all, like, at least two of us have picked the same person. Nobody differs with this particular pick on, in each round. So there's definitely some, we're definitely on the same wavelengths with all our selections. Yep. That's what really, how it goes when it's got such a small pot. You tend to find there's a bit of crossover in that one, but it will be interesting to see how the Listeners League uh, participants do. Although I still think the, the one person picking Drew is slightly baffling, but hey-ho, that's for another day. Uh, on that note, we'll round off this week's edition of Saturday Draft Live. This, this is your first time listening to the draft. First of all, where have you been? Second of all, hit that subscribe button right now so you can get all the Saturday Draft Live content every weekend. You can also get all the other content that goes on on the podcast. We've done a lot of shows in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had our best wrestlers for TNA show this past uh, Friday, so please check that out on the feed. We've also done a Royal Rumble quiz just on the day of the Rumble last month, so please Make sure you catch that, as well as the SSR Central every week. We will break down all the news. Boy, there's been a lot of news recently, so please <laughs> keep on track with that show to get keep up with everything that's been going on. As, as hard as it is to keep up with everything going on in professional wrestling right now. I'd like to thank my uh, co-host for joining me on this particular edition of Saturday Draft Live. Dave, thank you very much. Thanking you. Uh, to Jack, thank you. Right, cheers, thank you very much. And to Ryan, thank you as well. Exactly. Thank you, Ryan. from us here at SDL we'll see you next week have a good one see you later Sports Social Podcast Network step into the world of power loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you wanna get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.